And now, live from the pod cabin in Burbank, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rose and his new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a comedian who accidentally sent her DNA sample to Embark instead of Ancestry, but was pleased to find out she's 2% Cocker Spaniel. It's Renee Colbert. And he's a comedian who recently visited Transylvania where nothing weird happened. He wasn't turned into a Dracula and all those blood-drained rats were already on the ship when he boarded. It's David Huntsberger. Tone Zone is here to insist you say Merry Christmas this year as part of his ongoing War on Life Day. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus. Say hello to your best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little Andy Caps hot fries. Welcome to another Thursday show. That particular carbohydrate with which I am not even familiar. That's how far afield I'm going, you guys. I hear a carb. I say that sounds like a carb. I looked it up. Checks out. That was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen by Shanna. I would like to say hello to my guest, Renee. Hello. Hello. So good to see you. you have... David Huntsberger is also here. We have not officially introduced him yet. He's on his way. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) He should be arriving to the microphone. We're going to stall until he comes in. He's been doing some big travels, and we'll find out. But you were in Big Bear. I did a little baby travel. Comparatively. Right. Can I go first before he goes? Just because if he goes first, <laughs> yes, he tells his gonna, story, then mine's not going to sure. be fun. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You, you're first up. Okay. Thanks. David, David Huntsberger. Hello. You're here. I, I raced right in the door. <laughs> what were you guys just talking about? Oh, well, Because I wasn't ask. here. We were talking about travel, and I was saying that I'm under the impression that you had some big travels, which we're going to hear about after we hear about Renee's small travels. Sure. I refer to it as big travels. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> big travels. Yeah, I was, travel I was out there big traveling all over the place. <laughs> Tony Thaxton. Hi. How's it going? It's going. I realized I have a question. Not to derail all that. It'll be a quick answer. Okay. I've been working with you for almost a year already, yeah. which is crazy. I know. I realized tonight, and I've known this, but it's a thing that I have never asked and I keep meaning to. Wait, hang on. Because now I want to try to guess what you're going to ask. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Does anyone? I feel like he's gonna guess what something about the lyrics in the theme song, like what what doing the wavy. Oh, I can help with that. I'm the resident ombudsman. Oh yeah, I forgot. Sometimes I I went through this same. It took me quite a while before I asked that question. I'm gonna guess it has more to do with your wardrobe. Oh, okay. No, I don't think so because I feel like I've been. we're not going to get into it. I don't think it's going to be that. Big. No, I will say because oftentimes when I answer, I, I explain. I say oh, okay. one of these days I'm going to really change it up. Uh, one of these uh, days I'm going to be back into my prepartum clothes. Okay. Um, and my guess is going to be the carb. How did that start? Oh, is what I think he's going to ask. Tony, what's your guess for what your question is going to be? But <laughs> a guess before uh, you ask it. Boy, I was going to ask. Uh, where's Daniel? <laughs> no, that's not that's, oh, well, that's my I, guess to what I was going to ask. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. What's the real? Uh, we're going to get to that in a moment. What's the real question? Uh, the real question is one hundred percent what you, Allison, thought it was going to be. <gasps> Whoa, nice. That means that we are meant to be working together. <laughs> sure does. You're confused. I know what you're confused about. Are you wondering what the lyrics are? Yes. 
Okay. Because it sounds like some wavy, wearing wavy gravy Man. pants again or something like that. <laughs> a lot of people is like seeing um, a wave and you've moved through, you know, waves go like this, they travel. Mm-hmm. And I'm over here on this wave, but I can look back several peaks prior and you're traveling along the exact same wavelength I was on and I was in that exact spot many, many times having heard the song. And then one day it just hit me and I asked the exact same question. Do you remember mm. what the answer is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doing the wavy pencil dance again. Yes. Is the lyric. Okay, I have comes. a follow-up. <laughs> <laughs> is it where's then, Daniel? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. I believe it comes from when this show was a like a, a stream, live stream or web stream or mm-hmm. something to that effect. And she would do the, you know, the old where you like uh, yes. do the pencil and it looks mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. waving. And then I don't, I don't know if I ever fully understood how that was a dance, but All right. I think that's close. I feel like you have truly earned your title at, that I forgot about as show's <laughs> ombudsman. Thank you. That was very good. Yeah. Let me to explain. Oh, the great. show good. did You're... start. It, the, that is the, the correct lyric, doing the wavy pencil dance again. The show started as a live show that I would do for my apartment in Brooklyn for three hours every Sunday. Wait, you lived in New York? <laughs> now we're oh, have fun. I not mentioned it? <laughs> I should really. I should mention it yeah, more. Yeah, you should. You should bring it uh, on UStream. And I have no idea how this started, but uh, you know how when you like take a pencil and kind of just jiggle oh, it yeah. back and forth. And so I tend to hold the pencil or pen in this case from the middle, and then it it was brought to my attention by the people in the chat room and the people in my apartment that I was doing it wrong. If you hold it on the end, it like waves quite a bit more. And I'm doing I the disagree. You, your angle to see this is directly behind you and also perpendicular. Actually, to there's another. Is. He Tony can also see it if he if okay. he just turns his head to the right. I've got ah. multiple logos in here. So <laughs> Wait, what? what? What's happening? She's what am I holding it? Find a logo. She's <laughs> holding it on this logo with giant cartoon sunglasses or novelty sunglasses oh, i don't know the meaning okay. of that or the little what i assume is either a duckling a or a duck. rubber ducky and she's waving the pencil but holding it in the middle which is a very minor detail so that all checks out yeah yeah uh so anyway i don't know how this started but somehow uh we it used to be a fun thing on this show now remember it's a visual medium of course so everything has to be erudite and high concept so i had this little it was like a phone that played different sounds like a toy phone it, actually elliot has a similar one uh and there was i would there was a button i would press and it would go like uh and so i would play it and then everyone in my apartment and there was usually multiple people would all wave their pencils into the screen and then people at home would do it and it really took on a life of its own yeah that's what that is all right um, <laughs> are you sorry you asked no I'm not I'm glad I know because I have been wondering for a long time and then I just don't, it, as soon as it passes then I just immediately forget if you on, on YouTube because I used to upload clips uh, from the Ustream show I, there's like epic wavy pencil dance or something and you can see a clip of it but I feel like you're going to lose respect for me if you do I mean, it's, it's a very, it couldn't be more silly and ridiculous okay but it was fun it Tony was, has oh, no patience for silly or ridiculous. Oh, no. I just remembered what made this particular one epic was there was like a few of us in our apartment and then I was like, just the girls and then the guys ducked down so you couldn't see them <laughs> and then and then Dustin like, Dustin, take a solo and then he did a whole dance. It was... 
Very, very silly. <laughs> anyway, that's the story of that. No one ever knows what that lyric is. Sometimes I forget. But uh, anyway. All right. I'm um, sorry, Renee. We've run out of time for you, David. <laughs> yeah, Could no, we hear about right, your trip? Your big, to your big travel story. No, that's uh, fair. My worst I, fear realized. <laughs> <laughs> you said erudite and I, or erudite, and no one knows how to say erudite. it. Erudite. It's E-R-U-D-I-T-E, right? It's erudite, right? I might be saying it wrong, though, because that word ebullient, oh, eb- I always yeah. thought it was ebullient. I would I still say feel ebullient. Like but see, those are words to me that don't have an, enough letters, though... Doesn't need the G, doesn't need the U, it's doesn't need true. the H. It's just can be T-H-O. Yeah. Yes. Can absolutely be T-H-O. And then it's either erudite or erudite, erudite. Yeah. A lot I think of variety it's, there. It's true. Are you it saying in, more letters. Do you feel like it should be E-A-I-R-Y-O-O? <laughs> I'd be in D-E-O. the middle. Yeah, I'd be, yeah. that would help me. Then I'd right. go, oh, that's how you okay. say it. I'm I, just guessing when I look at it. Okay. Try this one on for size. Someone whose last name B R O D E U R. Brodeur? Well, now I've. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> the exact same thing happened last time. <laughs> did I do that on air last time? Yeah, I think I so. did. <laughs> well, that's correct. <laughs> but it feels wrong to yeah. me. Yeah. Wait, wait, how do you think it should be? Well,. I wanted to say Brodeur. Okay, so Adrian Brodeur. 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 No, no, no. Sorry, it's Brodeur. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, it, I, doesn't, it doesn't need that. Because I remember she... My, I kept saying in my head, Brodeur, Brodeur. And then when I asked her, she said it's Brodeur. And she's like, I should just take... I just got to get, get rid of that, rid of you, that you someday. Yeah. And then... But uh, that I was still like a generation back, probably, of people being like... Just couldn't either enunciate it well enough. They're like, that's close enough. Brodeur's fine. Oh, you think that it's oh, truly Brodeur? Yeah, I think it slipped out and it just feels too pretentious to say, <clears throat> it's Brodeur. <laughs> I mean, people right. just got sick of saying yeah, that. So they're like, that all right, it's Brodeur. I think I pronounced it wrong, a little, like a smidge wrong every time she was on the show. And, and at the end, I said, I'm like, did I get it right? She's like, that was close. It's fine. I'm like, that's <laughs> so not right. <laughs> My mouth just won't say Brodeur. You just did yeah, you, but you nailed it then. But you really focused. You thought about it. You uh, yeah, had to say it in casual. I guess passing. it will. Yeah. Brodeur, brodeur. Yeah, bro. There's like a, a, a there's an extra yeah. thing that's happening. It's like a Joe Dirt, but if but for a bro. <laughs> yes, bro-dirt. there we go. Bro Dirt. Yeah, that was like, the same yeah. thing she said. She, why didn't she say it's Crazy. like Bro Dirt without I don't know the why T? We're it's difficult. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Dirt. So we anyway. Uh, Daniel is, he, you heard his wonderful intro, but he is inside watching the kids because our babysitter is sick tonight. Um, I also am a little bit under the weather, although I, uh, I'm really going to bring it this show, <laughs> but if there's anything that's not exactly to your taste, blame it on my not being a hundred percent. You know what kind of sickness we're talking? Explosive diarrhea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, I, you know what? I'm glad I asked. Yeah, I'm glad I know. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you don't have the countenance of someone who is dealing with explosive diarrhea. Well, thankfully, <laughs> yeah, great work. Speaking of, right. I've been a little bit afraid to fart for sure. like the la- last. That would be the theme of the last four hours. Do I dare? Right. No. Do not dare. Never, never, Please, never, for the love never, of God, no. do not dare. Um, what happened on the show? She dared, and it did not go great. Thank you for saying I do not have the countenance of someone dealing with explosive diarrhea, because I know exactly what you mean. Because when it really, 
when I was really in the grips of it, which yeah. was like circa middle of last night to middle of today, right. there's no way I could have done a show. But then thankfully things seemed to have calmed down a bit. There was a brief period where I'm like, oh, now I'm going to throw up. Oh, no. <laughs> but but I, I hunkered down over the bowl. Good. Um, and then it didn't happen. And I thought, oh, thank God. All right. I keep the woods. thinking of and wishing for hearing this story is that you were toughing it out and hosting a podcast like, can you? Anyway, just constantly like doing deep breaths because that would be quite an achievement. (laughs) Would be very impressive. Be really zenned out because if you you know you laugh unexpectedly and then everything's bad. Exactly. Yeah, I was like shivering, just the whole thing. Um, and I was like, I'm not going to get into the details. So this is just one small detail. Just a little one. (laughs) What is it that's rushing through you at that point? Sure. Yeah, you know, no, it's a fair like, question. But you I'm, have so much intestinal space. You got you got a lot of space in. There. Is it just yeah. like the just, cleaning just it the out. liquid that lives in there? Yeah, because I, I mean, so. it was beyond like any waste that I needed to offload. That happened in the first few trips to the bathroom. Right. What you should do, quantify it. Get an actual quantity. Mm. Buckets or something to this yeah. nature. And then you combine all the buckets. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then you you have a replica of a torso. It, it Remove the legs, obviously. And I mean, you're yeah, storing you any those, water yeah. there. But then you pour it oh. in and go like, this is how much in real capacity what left my body would have filled an empty husk of a torso. And then you could re- – I'll bet if you had that <laughs> and you filled it, it would just be like a, sm- a way smaller amount than you think. Right. I think when it's exiting because it's kind of like – Well, that's the velocity. It's like you have a garden hose and you got your thumb over it. <laughs> <laughs> you let quite a bit out. You're like, that must have been a lot. But you look down in a jar and it's it, oh, it like it three ounces. Yeah, yeah it's Exactly. Nothing. It's just the speed with which it (laughs) that throws you off a bit. I'm just saying, like, I wasn't drinking anything. I was like, I was not replenishing. So where's all this liquid come? Like, sorry, sorry, everyone. Hope you're not having a meal. Real fast. It's I'm making it less gross than it could be, though. Like it was like, ooh, gotta sit down to Allison's show. Better load up on some food. And And if they were to complain, you know better. It was knew this was going to be explosive diarrhea for 45 minutes. It was truly just the consistency of it was just water at the end. That's what I'm saying. What is that? I guess what that is is your body creates. I actually don't know. I feel like I should know. Yeah. Where does the where does that water come from? I wasn't drinking it. We're like eighty percent water. That's true. I'm like sixty at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, like zero percent diarrhea. Also. That's a big deal. There really is like, and I imagine people who get a colonic or do like Jimmy Pardo, who just like goes to that sweat lodge, which sounds like misery to me, but anything like, or someone who runs a marathon. And I guess I am likening what I did to running a marathon. (laughs) That feeling of like, (laughs) I am wrung out, but I feel so like pure and so, but also sick that, like it was like, almost a religious. I feel like I've I'm like one step closer to death, and also I'm very pure, and it's like a religious experience. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's like I feel like maybe that's what happens as you're dying. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Actually, David. Yeah, we know about your uh, your experience with Puerto Rico's medical system. Yeah, when you, did you have some of that? Did you feel pure and holy? 
No. (laughs) (laughs) I I felt closer to the death side of things. But I never, you know, like when you're removing something from your body that is an impurity. So your body's like, I think we've got an infection or some sort of bacteria, something in here that means us harm. Let's, Let's open the hatches, fellas. And then we send it out. Mm-hmm. Afterward, your body kind of is like, nice job, everybody. Like, yeah. Got it. And so I think that resonates through all of your cells. And then you do feel kind of cleansed. Uh, whereas when the thing <laughs> is still in you, or you're right. still, there was no period of like, ah, much better. Even like to the very end, I just sort of gradually came out of it where I was like, I think I'm okay. There was never like, all right, let's get it all out of there like a big mm-hmm. storm. Right. And then. <laughs> Because that's kind of – I know you're saying like the sweat lodge or the um, – Marathon. Marathon colonic. or surviving a just a deadly storm, swells and gales on a, on a, on a sailboat. And then you think you're going to capsize and you're clinging to the deck and then it stops and you wake up and you see like the sun rising. Kind of, I bet that's the closest you'll get to feeling that. Probably. Mm. Just it was so diarrhea. articulate and good and the only thing I have in my head is like the feeling you have is people high-fiving in your body. <laughs> we did it! We, we expelled whatever that was. Yeah. But just to stay here for one more minute, when I thought I was going to throw up and then I didn't, I did think like, oh no, maybe I would have felt better if I had thrown up. Yeah. Anyway, it's tough, man. Yeah, I'm. I'm okay though. I really do feel okay now. Okay. Um, maybe my my professionalness kicking in. Yes, Just I think so too. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I have an announcement now. I have debated whether to announce it because as we record this, it is not public info yet. But by the time we recorded it, it will have been announced unless. It, for some reason, it hasn't. In which case, I will be calling Tony and saying, "Take this out." But I think it'll be fine. Um, Sketchfest. I believe was just announced the day before this comes out and Alison Rosen's new best friend will be performing up there. We will be at the gateway theater on January 26th and childish will be at the gateway theater on January 25th. I don't know if I think tickets are available a few days after, but, um, but please come. It'll be super fun. It sold out very quickly last time. In fact, when I saw that it was sold out, I thought, Certainly, that's an error. So I don't know, but it's a smallish theater also. And I'm not announcing this just yet, but there is a surprise that's 98% for sure going to happen. Um, it's super duper at Allison Rosen's your best friend. It's very, very exciting. If you are an, an Allison fan or just um, enthusiast, an Allison enthusiast, uh, this will be very exciting to you. So... I'm excited. I'm I know. Excited. I know. And I don't even is. know what it I is. Yeah, it I'm is. excited. I did something special when I did it last time. I hired a choreographer yeah. and I performed a dance. This blows that out of the water, you guys. Whoa. So anyway, make <laughs> sure to come. If you, if you, I think if you don't come, you will kick yourself. <laughs> I've really taken this way too far. Okay, let's move on, David. Big travels. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck! (laughs) Wait, that wasn't on purpose? I thought that was... Because you laughed when we all laughed. I have but one request. (laughs) Just one, if you please. (laughs) Before we get to this... (laughs) Sure thing. Yeah, absolutely. I would never not do that to you. Of course. I got your back here. Absolutely. You make a request. I grant it. David, you're up. I knew there was something, but I forgot what it was. 
You should have named You're not yours. 100%. I had big travels. You should. You, you didn't have like a catchy yeah, name. Yeah. Small I travels. I, yeah, tiny travels. Uh, lesser than travels. And now, the tiny travels of Renee Colvin. Big Hang bear, on, small get, travels. Yes. Let's take a, let's take take a, a beat. beat. Okay. To... To just acknowledge that that happened <laughs> by talking about Society6. Do you know Society6? I do you know Society6? It's a, this great website where artists upload their artwork and you can uh, get all these different things made. It is and not ideal for those of you who have a lisp. Oh, Society6. Yeah, that's it's that's tough. a rough one. Or t- just tough for anybody who's not feeling articulate that day. But but for we erudite people who say that's actually articulate who say society six yes it's you know what it's not good for it's not good for the microphone yeah. society six but I like the name it's fun and I love so I got a box of stuff from society six uh, even the wrapping paper that the items came in is a special design from an artist on society six um, but I got this cool blanket a nice throw pillow so much cool stuff and a mug that has a dog that looks like Wendy on it. It was personalized for it. us. I love it. Society Six is a community of 350,000 independent artists from around the world. You'll find everything from wall art and furniture to home decor and lifestyle accessories. Uh, no matter who you're shopping for, you're sure to find a perfectly unique gift for everyone on your list. Allie Siegel, who's been on the show before, yes. who does all sorts of amazing art. Her stuff is on Society6. It's awesome. Every Society6 purchase pays an artist. Uh, and there's literally millions of designs to choose from. Give thoughtful and unique gifts this holiday season with Society6. You can get 30% off and free shipping when you use my code Allison at, okay, get ready, write this one down, s6.co slash Allison. So again, that's s6.co slash Allison, promo code Allison, Society6, design your everyday with art you love. Okay. Yes. And now it is time for Renee's Tiny Travels. Tiny travels with Renee. Very exciting. I did want you to throw to David one more time. <laughs> David, big travels. <laughs> Delightful. Uh, so, David, since last you were here, I've become a man of the wilderness. Uh, cool. I take myself on, uh, on little uh, expeditions. And it started because I had a friend cancel on camping. And then I got to go by myself. And I got to make all the choices. And Sweet. I was like, oh, I love this so much. So now I'm just taking myself by myself uh, to all the places. I am a little worried that uh, that I'll never be able to keep company again just because I'm having such a <laughs> good time it. on my own. Uh, I thought you you were going to say you'd never be seen again. <laughs> sure. And there's this is also it's going to go one of two ways. Uh, so I uh, took myself up to Big Bear. And I wanted to go camping, but then I took a look at the forecast, and it was supposed to be 20 degrees. I was like, you know what? We'll spring for an Airbnb. Got a cute little cabin, a backyard. We went to the lake. Tugboat furious at me because I wouldn't let him have a duck. So we had a, little, <laughs> like a live duck. Yeah. Just, uh, Give him a duck! Yeah, I want a duck! We're on vacation! <laughs> Give me a duck! Uh, so we had a bit of a fight, uh, but we, we made up. We're okay. Wait. Yes. Because I nodded like, oh, you know what? Yeah. Sure, yeah. How does this, how does this fight with your dog manifest? He started doing this new thing where he talks back uh so he just is <laughs> oh you know what that's called what is this we're on a walk and met one of these women who has like a couple of fanny packs yeah. and maybe a couple different dogs leashed to them and like a lot of treats and various so you're like a she knows dog what trainer. She's doing. so it's yeah, my future six months <laughs> just one of those people when she stops all the dogs sit yeah like well, how does she <laughs> just, yeah and we're walking our dog and she goes asking about his type and he looks like he has a little bit of this and a little bit of that and maybe this breed and then she goes 
does he have a sassy mouth? <laughs> and I go, what? <laughs> I don't know what that is. She goes, does he go? <laughs> he does do that. Like, oh, yeah. That's very it's te- it's, so it's technically called sassy. Yeah, mouth. it's a sassy okay. mouth. Is Allison, a- I'd love to answer your question. My dog has a sassy mouth. <laughs> Did you get the sense it was a breed specific thing? She or- said it was uh, like Vishla's or Weimaraners or something like that. Do that. Interesting. Yeah. Sassy mouth. I see. So, so he's crazy. sassy. You got some sass. I got a little sassy mouth out of him. Uh, <laughs> there's video footage. It was hilarious. Uh, so he's mad at me. He won't have a duck, but then we're fine. Uh, I was also so impressed. I uh, had my little uh, GPS with me as we were walking uh, back to the cabin. It's pitch dark. And uh, I was like, no, no, no. I'm sure it's this way, buddy. And he's like, it's definitely this way. And I was like, I'm the one with the GPS. We're fine. He was right every single time. Wow. I'm proud of him for having such a good little nose on him. I'm disappointed in you. I hate to say that. (laughs) Yeah. You should trust your guy. Yeah. You trust your guy. Yeah. He also thought we had the capacity to take a duck home with us. I wasn't in a position (laughs) to trust him. off the grid. (laughs) Get your dinner. <laughs> so, so it was great. We got back and had a little uh, uh, fire pit. So we had a campfire and it was so cold. And then I, we got inside and I was like, it is no warmer in here than it Uh-oh. is out there. Like, no heat. Oh, yeah. The, the heaters broke. So uh, I got to see Tugboat uh, in a donut tighter than I've ever seen. <laughs> like, why would you do this to me? <laughs> but we like bundled up. And in my head, I was just like, yeah, I wanted to go camping anyway. This is fine. We had enough blankets to make it work. And then the next morning when I found the thermostat and it was off, all I had to do was turn it on. I did not tell Tugboat about that part because we could have had heat the yeah. entire time. <laughs> just the whole time. Just. He was so cold. Oh, man. Oh. I know. But- Sorry, buddy. I couldn't make a fire with sticks or turn on this heater. <laughs> like what level of talking to your dog is happening on this trip? It's a lot. I did, it is, if I'm to be super, super honest about it, I would say on a scale of one to 10, I'm like three concerned oh. for myself of, that's not that concerned. Really yeah, becoming a bit of a crazy lady. Uh, just, uh, just having a conversation with him but it's fun and i'm having a good time no i feel like that's acceptable it's okay yeah i think so yeah um now to david's question yes david's uh point that he brought up earlier do you feel safe because you have tug with you certainly yeah but i and it is uh ignorance and i know that i have never once in my entire life felt like oh oh i'm not okay right now i just always think that i can handle myself and that's probably a very privileged place to be. But uh, like even walking the streets of Harlem at 3 a.m., I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I don't know why. It's uh, I, I've got a lot of confidence in my ability to run faster scared than they can mad. Don't you lose that. Okay, thank I think you. that's great. And I they, think that's like, good. They yeah, I'm so envious. They say like if you're unsure of yourself, walk down the street like you belong there, mm-hmm. like you can handle yourself. Yeah. So you're doing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I also uh, I, I never carry myself as though I have any type of money. So I think <laughs> 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 it's awesome. She's like, what are we going to do? We'll make friends and then she won't have anything for us. Uh, so that was great. So the next morning, I uh, didn't tell him that the heat could have worked. Uh, and then we went uh, boulder hiking because it's Big Bear and it was incredible. So we got to go uh, just these big boulders. Uh, Tug uh, takes after his mother uh, with uh, unwarranted arrogance. Have you met his mother? Could... <laughs> no, that's fair. I deserve that. Yeah. Uh, takes after his emergency contact, which is me. <laughs> that's our connection, David. Are you happy? <laughs> 
Um, but he uh, he took to thinking that he could clear uh, an eight foot boulder, and it was I felt bad for him, but also hysterical to just watch this poor dog slowly slide down. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> was pretty sure he could clear, uh, but no, it was it was great and it was amazing. Uh, the only part was a little bit of a bummer is coming back to see the dome of at this point like black smog that LA is covered mm. in Ugh. is a little bit rough, but we're supposed to get rain this week. So yeah. I'm sure it'll all clear out, but it was, it was great. And I really, really like going on these little solo adventures. I love that you're doing that. Yeah. Thank you. Me too. Have you watched the show alone on the history channel? No. What You'll love there? it. Okay. It's 10 people who survive with their own camera gears, just them. And they have a medical crew that comes once a week to check on them. Right. Head out in the woods, you get 10 things you can bring with you. They all get like basics, like a tarp and warm clothes. But then after that, you got to start making some tough choices. Like, do I want a shovel or an axe? Do I want fishing hooks or do I want a net? Do oh, I, I want- love this. So they all choose different stuff. And then whoever makes it the longest wins. So it, it just becomes- The other ones die. They yes. just tap out. Sometimes they hurt themselves. There's always someone overconfident. It's like, this is about me, my ability to show everyone, oh, my ankle. And then they go home on like day two. And then uh, there's always someone unpredictable that does really well. There's usually someone that's doing great and then goes, the sweat lodge thing. I came here and I realized that. And they offer them $500,000. Whoa. And people will be sitting there on day whatever and go, you know, I didn't come here for money. And you're like, yes, you did. Why else would you do it? Yeah, 100% did. I got everything I came for. And then they tap out and... It's fascinating. I oh, think you'll really wow. like it. Yeah, it's called Alone. Alone, Okay, yeah. I'll check it out. Thank you. Sure. All right. And then I'm going to fill out the form to be a contestant. Yeah. yeah. The more of these you do, I think that's how all these people started. Look at that. Each season, people get a little better, too. In the beginning, you could tell some of them, it almost just becomes like a starvation competition. Yeah. Like who can just fast it out the longest. As the season go, seasons go along, people get a lot better at like catching game and whatnot. Right. And so being resourceful. Be, yeah. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's right up my alley. What else is up my alley, Allison? Oh, oh, you know what's you know what's up your alley? What else? Uh, Joybird furniture. It's true. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's so I love it. I was uh, I was uh, lusting after a bed earlier. Yes. Um, isn't it weird that I I've never really had a bed frame? Really? For a little while as a kid, uh, I had my mom's, the the bed that she had had. We had like inherited it. But other than that, I've never had a bed frame or headboard. And uh, I feel like it's time. Yeah. It feels, I feel like uh, people might judge me if they, if they knew that about me. And yet I just offered it, you guys. That's how much I'm just laying it all on the line. (laughs) But Joybird stuff, it's so stylish. And uh, you can, you can like create it so that it looks exactly how you want. Bring your mood boards to life with hundreds of customized pieces and over 50 fabric options it doesn't matter if you're more of a n- neutral beige or a bubblegum pink person if you can dream it joybird can build it they also have these really great ottomans and these great couches and i was looking thinking man i want all of this stuff they have a range of kid and pet friendly upholstery options uh, so your creations can stand the test of time create furniture that matches your own fearless style Fearless, just oh, like you, Renee. That's me. At joybird.com slash Rosen25. See how Joybird can help make your dream space a reality today at joybird.com slash Rosen25. Go to joybird.com, J-O-Y-B-I-R-D.com slash Rosen25 and receive an exclusive offer for 25% off your first order by using the code Rosen25. All right. Is it time now? I think it's time now. I think I'm, I feel For satisfied honey, that I got to call I, shotgun, and now <laughs> we can hang out with David in the Yours backseat. Yours are way cooler. It involved harrowing ordeals. Wait, hang on, David. Let me play your dramatic theme Thank music you. now. <laughs> uh, 
Honey Huntsberger's Big Travels? Yeah, but pretty uneventful, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the coolest part, and I did an episode of my podcast where I kind of did like uh, as much of a sort of theater of the mind venture into this little village called Viscri that we went to where I recorded like some Foley sounds and got like oh, the cool. ambient tones of just how weird it was to be in an area where uh, you know, cars would go by and stuff like that. A lot of tourists, but people... this was your Transyl- Transylvania trip. Yeah, correct? yeah. I'm okay. oh, sorry. Just making yeah, sure. So, so yeah. Rose wanted to go to Romania. A lot of it had to do with Dracula's castle. Then we got there, and Vlad's castle Vlad, from Vlad the Impaler is really like a construct of Bram Stoker creating the Dracula character with some loose suggestions based on this real person named Vlad Dracula, whose father's name was Vlad Dracula. You get to see this like whole family tree thing, and that's how his name came about, and then just the name. Oh, is La like son of? I guess the A at the end just, yeah, is like would be sort of how like uh, Daniel's son or something. Mm-hmm, like. That's it. their version of that. Crazy bug eyes like you've seen in the pictures and the big mustache, but everyone there reveres him because when you're in that area, it's so approachable and it's so central to so many other parts of the world like Hungary and Turkey and various uh, – the Teutonic Knights from Germany. All these people were all constantly coming to like try to attack them. Right. So they built fortresses everywhere and whatnot, but Vlad the Impaler <laughs> – was like, get the fuck away from us. <laughs> and he had been, I think, like kidnapped or something like that by these Austrians. And he learned some of their methods and tactics oh, by whoa. being a captive. So then when he went back, he was like, I know what scares these assholes. And then would fight him off. And like he became a hero to the people like, hey, they stopped attacking us. And then a great way to show people that you mean business is impale the hell out of them. And so <laughs> everyone shows up to Vlad, like, you know, his castle thinking like, ooh, Dracula lived here. And then they're very quick to dispel that. Like he didn't mm. eat people or he didn't like suck their blood out. He wasn't a vampire. He, he just, just impaled, impaled them. That's he it. just impaled That's them. It? But we learned that in the West and be like, what a psychopath. But they're like, no, it's actually pretty helpful. It was great that he impaled people to keep them from bothering us. Now right. – what exactly does impaling entail? Yeah. Oh, brother. So <laughs> there are like some myths that he would impale people and then when they were bleeding, he would like like dip his bread in their blood. Oh, I don't know how much of that is accurate. They, they didn't go into that sort of stuff. I heard that after the fact and I was like, I didn't get a chance to ask any of the guides. <laughs> but I would hear that it would go like in the most convenient entry point and let gravity work and then it would like exit, you know, through the skull or the mouth or something like that. So you would have them just in the most disgusting way of impaled. Sometimes maybe it would just be the head. But anyway, I did other stuff on this trip. I learned other things. But but is impaling, does that just refer to like driving a stake through someone or is it like, like putting their head on a stake in your lawn? Imagine putting their whole body on a stake. Oh, like a spit. Yeah. But they're vertical. Like, so they're, the stake is in the ground and they're just sort of, they're like, hello. Mm-mm. Oh, like so a like, puppet. like a, okay. Yeah. Like through the, the business end. Yeah. Ew. Right. Okay. So, I mean, the guy that, uh, he, he uh, meant business. Yeah. <laughs> also to have bread available, it only happened during lunchtime? What's, I know. Yeah, I don't well, know. They might, yeah. have, like, they might have had all day carbs. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. It would be intimidating though, if you're someone about to get impaled and you look over and some dude's just like, oh. yeah. <laughs> This is a nice little this is an interesting anecdote, I thought. Speaking of bread being the bread there is delicious, but so everything's really fresh. So 
you see like a lot of the animals, but not all the ones that you're going to eat. You didn't really, we didn't see pigs anywhere, but you mm-hmm. see cows walking up in the street in this little village all the time. And you'd see chickens roaming around geese. They all kind of have their own thing. The dogs are everywhere, but they're just like citizens. They just hang out. Cats do the same thing. At some point we would see like the cows coming home at night. And everyone kind of comes out of their, their, you know, where they live and watches and the cows just kind of cruise along. And there would be like these two old women dressed very authentically. Like if you were casting extras in this scene, they're exactly what you're thinking. Like shawls and very kind of, um, there's a name they have for them. It's like a, I think it's similar to like peasant. Mm-hmm. And so these women with like shawls over their head and they're just very like mild mannered and sweet would sit on a bench and kind of snuggle up next to each other. <laughs> and then there'd be a cat sitting next to them that just came from wherever. And then a dog on the ground, just all watching the cows <laughs> go by. It's amazing. It was fantastic. And so one night one of the cows was coming home and it, it clearly knew where its home was, but it wanted to venture further up the street. And everyone, even the cows were mad at it. Like, <laughs> you're not supposed to do this. Go home. <laughs> so like the dogs were barking at it. Little kids were running around like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so there's just such a protocol or an etiquette. Like they slowly walk home at night and they're mooing a little. They'll kind of look at you like, hey. But everything's done on the ground. So here, especially me, like growing up around like cowboy stuff, there's a fear element of like, I'm elevated. You see me. You run. So cows, like they don't run immediately, but they're definitely not like, if you're on the ground, cows are like, hey, what are you doing? Right. And these cows are just like, what's up? Just kind of walking home. And then the people would come out and open the gates to their fences to their little properties. And the cows would be like, see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> cute. It was nuts. Amazing. It was really great. Really cool to see. But then that one cow, the one night, had to swim yeah. back against the current because she had <laughs> gone too far. <laughs> but the food is so fresh that uh, we really got into the butter. Oh, yeah. It was so great. It feels like it's like home churned. And no one was psyched to see that. And no one was really telling us that we shouldn't. It wasn't until like the third day in that village that I was like, hey, is it insulting to butter your bread? And they're like, it absolutely is. It <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> we've, uh, we barely made it through. Watching you do this to us but every night. We had, were so in love with the butter that we had asked for, like, can we get a little butter? And they brought over this metal tin, like four inches by four inches by like two inches high, filled with butter. Oh, whoa. So then we... We used it that one night, but we had a bunch left. And we we're like, well, so we just started packing it around with us wherever we went. Like, we're going to go here to eat breakfast. You got let's the bring our butter. Okay, let's go. So these stupid Americans <laughs> walking down the street. We've got our own butter. <laughs> Which I couldn't get enough of. I just thought it was so funny. Wait, what tipped you off that it might be rude to butter your bread? I kind of was noticing no one there, none of the locals were buttering anything, especially huh. their bread. And they, they eat a lot of bread. Like mm-hmm. it's a very like, let's break bed, bread together. But I was not seeing much butter used at all. So in my mind, I was like, we're appreciating this butter you guys have made. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, you're insulting everything about us. Did they uh, use jam or anything? Or is it just? Yeah. They, they make this stuff called zakuska. That takes forever to make, but it's like eggplant and red peppers and a variety of other things. That's kind of a jam. That was sort of the coolest, more, most authentic. One day I was walking along through the just open. There's no <laughs> fences anywhere. So I was just out in the middle, like these fields. And uh, you'd see like little fires under trees where like the shepherds slept the night. Oh, wow. And then there was an empty jar of zakuska there. So that was a very kind of like... Transylvanian thing but you put that on bread that was pretty great not a ton of jams maybe like truffle butter had some mm-hmm. of that they sourcing it from other places what did they deal. use their butter for that's what I was gonna ask okay. yeah I think bread. just cooking food there's pretty hmm. rich and like um, I would guess I don't know what else just uh, definitely not like us where 
and I don't know when the last time you had really great butter was, but whew, it's really terrific. Yeah, I want to go. <laughs> I love that you that, carried this butter. tin around. And where did this yeah. tin come from? The restaurant. Like, so these... This <laughs> Wait, Sorry. you took it with you? <clears throat> yeah, we took it everywhere. <laughs> so we stayed at this place called Viscri 32. If you're ever in Viscri, if you're ever in Romania or Transylvania... How is Viscri spelled? Uh, take a guess. Lots of U's. Okay. So many U's. V I S K Y R E. Close. V I S C R I. Okay. All right. Viscri. So, not at all close. <laughs> <laughs> you have that I'll edit that out. V I S C R I. Yeah. It's so exactly like it sounds. Yeah. And they I love have, that about it. It's so. <laughs> And then there's a worry that like this kind of quaint – they do a great job of protecting kind of the heritage. So there are a couple schools of thought and people that I talked with about people that wanted to keep it so, you know, like like the streets the way they were and the houses, you know, very specifically Saxon, which if I wasn't familiar with like Saxon sort of building. So the beams are all hewed by hand and they're – just beautifully interlaced and put together. And then, so there are all these giant beams that run across the ceiling in any given house. But then on the bottom of one of them, the maker would have, with chisels and stuff, signed their name into oh, it. Cool. So it looks really artistic and it's just really pretty. They hand make all the clay tiles for the roof. And so everything's just very hand done. And there are people that like don't want to see that go away. So to be here where everything is like, I don't have time for that. Give me that Ikea thing. And everything's just garbage. Yeah. To see stuff that we're like, oh, we have time. And there's really some craftsmanship put in this. It was terrific. It was really great to see. That's incredible. Yeah. I loved it. I loved that part. And then so this couple that had been living the uh, the fast-paced life in Bucharest decided just on kind of a whim moved out to the country, renovated this house that they Airbnb out. And then behind it, they renovated a barn and turned it into a restaurant. So oh, that's – We would just kind of so wander up there every night. Yeah. Cool. And you'd have to put in at like 2 p.m. like, we'll be joining for dinner tonight. Because cool. they had to know if they had enough you know materials – ingredients or whatever to make it so they're like we can't find our butter (laughs) (laughs) no one stole our tin (laughs) (laughs) they would see us i wasn't hiding it i don't like when people go places and like don't look like a tourist i'm like i'm a tourist i want to look like an idiot no way i'm not people are more likely to help me so i would just be brazenly carrying around this tin of butter (laughs) 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 and then uh yeah, we ate there. The food everywhere was great. We went to a variety of other places too. Like, they, and what was cool about staying there is they would give us, you know, rather than you go to like the fortresses and kind of walk around and take photos or these churches or Bucharest has some cool architecture and stuff. But when you're around a place like that and they go, oh, you know what we should do? This, there's this tea house over here. Or you can ride bikes three miles this way and go to this house that similarly a couple renovated and they got into making cheese. So you just go to all these places and try their stuff that they made. Every everyone in the room, by the way, is yawning. No, no, no! I'm not yawning. <laughs> this is so good. It's such a good story. I'm, I'm not yawning. In, oh, I'm like, I, wasn't, I, I wasn't. Thank yeah, you. you I, 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 I usually am yawning. <laughs> <laughs> not when you talk, but just it, was, yeah, yeah. it was not because of your story. No, I not even a little bit. Yeah. It's no, just a big, no, long guys, day. I didn't mean to yeah. call. Yeah, it's it's late at night. <laughs> you guys, I'm the one who was on the brink of death. This is true, and yeah. I'm not yawning. This is true. Will you give us this at least that we were both trying to cover it? Did yeah, it, did yeah. Look, it was which I realized how unsuccessful I must be when I do the my teeth yeah. just sometimes come apart a little and my eyes water some. No, totally my normal. Don't worry, just yeah. keep an eye no, no, no. When I, My lips stay together. <laughs> One of my early dates with Daniel, I was trying to conceal a yawn by doing that. Like, no. 
you know, and he's like, yawn it out, just yawn it out. And I, and I appreciated that. Yeah, that's really what nice. What does that look like? I wonder. Let me see if I can reenact him. But yeah, I bet that does. <laughs> it looks very clearly yeah. like you're trying not to yawn. Because the goal in my mind is so long as my lips stay together, yeah. no matter how far my jaw has dropped. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I can see now that I wasn't covering. Fooling everybody. I would have been the same exact sensation on my end. Like, oh, that was... All right, that seems fair. So <laughs> did you stay in Airbnbs the whole time? No, we stayed in hotels for the most part, and then that was our only Airbnb, and we stayed three nights, and then... <laughs> We definitely we stayed a fourth, and Emily Rose's mom must have said forty five times, "Like I'm, I'm glad we stayed an extra night there." Aww. So we, it was almost like a tick. So we were giving her a little grief for that. <laughs> like, oh, oh, you are. You're, you're. <laughs> but it was it, it was great because you know you're traveling and like I'm just not big on let's race over there and take some pictures yeah. and make sure we were there. Right. Just having a few days to just hang out. One day I got up really early just on this weird sleep schedule and there was this crazy mist that had covered the whole ground and the cows were going out to pasture then. So you couldn't really see everything. You could just kind of hear bells and go, and then the sun kind of coming up, filtering through the mist. It was amazing. It's incredible. So getting to stay and kind of do that, not that we felt like locals or anything, but we just started to get a feel of like, okay, I could see what it'd be like to live here. Just very low uh stress did you check twitter that's this is the part that's incongruous to me Uh wi-fi and this and this village no i I would check news stuff a little bit i watched you know like sporting events i would like get a vpn thing and like (laughs) log into stuff to watch a sporting event but otherwise it was mostly just check email every now and again but i I really wanted to when i was there be away from that Mm -hmm. yeah just if i don't like when like when i go up in the mountains there's an area where you can check Wi-Fi. I never sign up for it. I just Mm-mm. like spending three or four days fully away from it. So this was kind of that where I, yeah, it felt really gross even though I had the opportunity. Like, Or if someone would be like, oh, I just read this tweet. Like, ah, cut it out. No, 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 no. That's not what this is for. Yeah. 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 And where do you fly into? Uh, Bucharest. You can fly another place too, I think in further south and like east. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's also pretty common. I'm blanking on the name for whatever reason. We went to CBU at the end, S-I-B-I-U, also really cool. Some of the places felt a little touristy where you're right. like, oh, this is like that novelty town I remember growing up that people would go for like, say, a 4th of July or something. Some towns felt a little like that where you never felt like there was a personality. Yeah. But CBU is pretty great. And all the drives in between, there's open country. I was telling you guys before the show mm-hmm. – the most insane drivers imaginable. Just it sounded crazy. It sounded dangerous. It's yeah. It, it was in, there were just memorials on the side of the road everywhere. Just, <laughs> like, just ignore those. <laughs> <laughs> but then the history of like uh, communism there, and only in like say eight, 1989 having it go away, and people having real tales of being like in classrooms where they had no heat, and it was kind of optional. Like you can come to school, but you're going to freeze, and there's really no. It, it was just we're so close to that. So there are people that are you know very sensitive to that, and then mm-hmm. and asking them too about like what do you think like you know this fast paced kind of unchecked capitalism we have in the West, and they're like that's also not ideal. You know they I feel like. Some people really wanted that. Like, yes, I want the ability to work as hard as I possibly can and make as much money. Other people, I, we never met anyone that was like, give me communism. Right. I want to just, yeah. but there was definitely a feel of like, we kind of like that there is, you know, still a pride in like the way we make cheese or butter, which we have here. I think it's making a resurgence here, but it's, um, 
it's still like very much for real there. Like the dogs on the side of the other people, you know, you're passing when all these crazy drivers are happening. There's also, you look over and like, there's an entire family on a cart with a horse pulling them down the road and they have like so a load wild. of firewood in the back. And that was common everywhere. Yeah. And at some point I was like trying to get Emily Rose to take more photos of it. She's like, I've taken enough. And I was like, <laughs> I would, I would love to do a slideshow. Like, look how common this is. Yeah. We saw at least 50 times. So that was really cool where I, I just kind of, it was the two worlds colliding too mm-hmm. of just cars speeding past and like, we're also living. We're also all together as a family doing stuff together. All these things that, I think have value. Yeah, it was it was worthwhile to see that. I would have loved that. Great trip. It was it was great. Yeah, and I didn't get uh, violently ill in any way. Didn't have to spend any time in their hospitals. (laughs) Ah, felt fantastic. (laughs) Were you worried? Is this your first big trip since then? Yeah. So like a a few days in, I was like, all right, I've made it further than the last time. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Did you stock yourself with plenty of? Well, I guess there was. There's no way to have prevented it, right? Even if we had appendicitis. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It's just a time bomb. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So made it healthy and. Met lots of interesting people, and it was great. It was really fun. I highly recommend it. If you're lo- and it's, I know it's not high on lists of places for people to travel. Be like, why there? But then we went. I was like, this is rad. You get a really cool idea of history and the way that societies that are just bored, people that didn't have shit to do, like. I know there's a town that way. Let's go attack them. It felt like that was how all of civilization started. Right. Just like we're not busy. We don't have a giant economy. We got like. Housing, everyone good there? What if we marched a thousand people? <laughs> and so you can just kind of see that, like why they would need a fortress to protect them and that sort of thing. It, it just felt like you could see into the, how terrifying that would be in the old style mm, of living. Yeah. You know, you look over and like, oh my God, there's 5,000. Well, we're all going to die in a few hours. Okay. And then you get captured or what? I don't know. It yeah. was crazy. Impaled. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. language do they speak there? They speak Romanian. It's... um. I can't even, I don't even know if I could do like a, an impression of it. It, it, it has like influences certain, I, if I got confused, I would just try speaking Spanish and they would look at me even more confused. And I was like, come on, <laughs> something's right. gotta be kind of close. <laughs> Cause every now and then, like, and sometimes they, I felt like they were being kind of jerks where I would mm. be like, um, and I can't, this is an inaccurate word, but say like kitchen and I'd be like, where's the kitchen? And they go, yeah. And I'd be like, la, co- la cocina? And they'd go, nah. And then I, someone would say something and they'd go, ah, let's cucine, cucinu. So there's some of that where like we were kind of close. And every now and again, we would get it. Like say a number or something like a uh, tray or something like, I know. Okay. okay. Three. <laughs> Three. <laughs> All okay. right. So there was stuff like that where like communication. So you were trying to speak Romanian. Yeah, and a lot of just communicating with, like, you know, most of communication, I think, is just body language gesturing, anyway, yeah. gesturing. So we, usually we could get through. There were very few, there were a few times where we were just like, hey, well, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, I think, is how Elliot feels a lot of the time because he wants to express more than his ability to express right now. Right. And when he gets upset, it's just one long, like, <laughs> Uh, that actually sounds nothing like sure. him. That yeah. was sassy mouth. That was sassy mouth. <laughs> yeah, like, sassy mouth. Just the frustration of yeah. him not being able to communicate and trying so hard, and then like this despair that I get of like I'm never going to figure out what he's saying. Right. Uh, is only very very tangentially related. No, but that sounds. Yes. It kind of yeah, is. It sounds about attempts the same to communicate. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the inability to communicate, and how, and the despair that that can create. Um, you guys. Uh, last week, 
someone sent so they sent us some snack chat items from New Zealand along with a quiz and then because that was so popular uh, a listener who's also named Allison from Canada asked if she could send in a Canada quiz and I said fuck yes you can so we have a quiz uh, how much do you guys know about Canada? None. I, mean, I don't know very much. I know none. Every time I think I know a decent amount, mm-hmm. it's not. But comparatively, when I'm up there, if you even know like three of the provinces, they're like, look at you. All right. And they know like 40 of our states. Just the average Canadians, like, you go, oh, you probably haven't heard of this. It's called Louisiana. I'm like, yeah, I know where that is. Oh. And then they're like, yeah. have you been to Saskatchewan? You're like, no idea. Mm. Couldn't pick it out. You know, I Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Um, all right. Well, we have a quiz. And if you'll note, I've got the answers separate from the quiz. Okay. Uh, and it's a real Price Waterhouse situation here. I've not seen the answers. So I'm going to pass some paper around. All right. Can you pass? Thank you. Mm-hmm. I have a pen over here. You get two okay. Papers. And can you, you. Can you guys uh, pass pens around too? Are, yes. I feel like there should be some over, over there. Here. Do you have one? Here. You got one? Okay. Everybody's got Everyone's a pen. Everyone's got a pen. Ready. All right, we're ready. Uniball vision. Those are pretty good. Perfect. Yeah. Good pens. We don't mess around with with shitty pens here. <laughs> Put my name up top. All right, we've got a little intro. Right. Prior to hearing beautiful, that, beautiful. Yes. if you'd asked me any lyrics beyond O Canada, yeah. oh, no idea. Certainly, not at all. We stand on thee or for thee? I thought it was on, we stand on guard for on thee. On guard for on thee. Guard for already messed okay. up. Yeah. All right. There's 10 questions. The I'm winning question. already. There's <laughs> ten, great. 10 questions. However, in the course of printing out the answers, I already saw the answer to the first. So there's going okay. to be nine questions. Okay. Crossing out the first. All right. Number two. What do Canadians call a $1 coin? A, Goldie. B, dollar, $1. C, Looney. And then there's two bonus questions. Why is it called this? And then bonus, bonus question. What is a $2 coin called? We're going to put those to the side now. Just I, what do What can- if I know it, though? Oh, really? Oh, you know it? Would you All right. It? Would you fine. Two? Um, okay, so what do Canadians call a $1 coin? A Goldie, B Dollar, C Looney. Um, and we because of the so that I don't see the answers, we're going to do all the questions first, and then okay. we're going to going to move on. Okay, everyone have their answer. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, <clears throat> three. Learning to skate is is a given as a child in Canada. How many indoor ice rinks are there in Canada? Hint: It is more than double the number in the USA. So A. <laughs> Wait, will you say that one more time? I'm sorry. Uh, How many indoor ice rinks are there in Canada? How does this hint? The hint is not helping me that much. It is more than double the number in the USA. Well, as you know, down there in the States, you got 47. (laughs) Just for... Just in case you want to... Oh, right. All right. Thank you. I just want to set this out there as well. If you're submitting a quiz... And then you include questions like this. It does 
accentuate or perpetuate to a certain degree a stereotype that me, we might leave here with that all Canadians are walking around knowing the exact number of indoor skating rinks at sure. all time. And maybe they yeah. do, but that seems like a particularly it's weird... It's probably on that coin that is definitely <laughs> called a... What would you get for two times? <laughs> okay. A... 30, this is how many, how many rinks are there? So just double the number that there are in the USA okay. and then add more. A, 3,300, B, 1,000, C, 20,000, D, 500. And all of Canada. Yeah. Okay. Indoor rinks in Canada. Oh, I forgot. This is hard. <laughs> oh, I wasn't waiting for that. I was just... <laughs> All right. Everyone have their answer? Yeah. Four. Which of these is not a real town in the province of Newfoundland? A, come by chance. B, blow me down. C, Conception Bay. D, Tickle Cove. E, Winky Bye. And this is, there's one of these that is not not real. Yeah. Which of these is not a real town? A, come by chance. B, blow me down. C, Conception Bay, D, Tinkle Cove, Tinkle Cove, excuse me, and E, Winky, and it's B apostrophe Y. Bye. Okay. Okay, five. The Trans-Canada Highway runs coast to coast from Victoria, British Columbia in the west to St. John's, Newfoundland in the east. Approximately how long is the highway? A, and I have it in kilometers and in miles. Okay, we got options. Which would you rather hear? We got options. Kilometers. Let's have fun with this. A, 70, does does she speak for the crowd? Well, I'd much prefer miles, but I can do a conversion. (laughs) I'll do, I'll say both. (laughs) A, 7,800 kilometers, parentheses, 4,800 miles. B, 4,200 kilometers, 2,800 miles. C, 9,000 kilometers, 5,600 miles. Do you guys need any of that again? Yeah. <laughs> They're all guesses. So many guesses. Yeah. I None started of them off are so even good, educated. Then, yeah. yeah. I got some rhyme and reason why I'm picking it, but not a lot. How's Alex Trebek doing? Did we well, he's okay doing great? Surprisingly fact, well. Someone the other night on uh, Final Jeopardy didn't have the answer and oh, wrote yeah. on the thing, We love you, Alex. Oh, and then he, Alex, teared up, up a bit. Yeah, so he's sweet. Yeah, everyone's sending great love to that I guy. Love that. He's doing We're great. Good love. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of viral breakout moments. Yes. <laughs> did you guys see the uh the fart that happened on Chris Matthews tonight? Yeah, I literally oh. saw it right before oh, we started. Oh yeah. The show. So he's interviewing Eric Swalwell. Okay. And then all of a sudden you just hear this like in the background, <laughs> it's unclear who farted. Everyone thinks it's Chris Matthews. That seems about right. Yeah. 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 Okay. That seems about right. Uh all right. Six. Canada is a bilingual nation with English and French being recognized as official languages. However, at the provincial level, oh my gosh, <laughs> only one province lists both English and French as the official languages of that province. Name that province. So let me just break this down for myself. Only one province is bilingual. The, the only one province lists them both. Name that province. A, Quebec. B, Ontario, C, New Brunswick, D, Manitoba. Got it. (laughs) 
I really don't know. Okay. Everyone ready for seven? Ready. Mm-hmm. What type of food is a beaver tail? A, literal beaver tails. B, <laughs> a cut of moose meat shaped like a beaver tail. C, fried dough traditionally served with cinnamon sugar. D, a molasses cookie sprinkled with powdered sugar. Jesus. <laughs> great, 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 great. Okay. Eight. It's no secret that Canadians love their hockey. Which of the following happened after the Montreal Canadiens won the Stanley Cup in 1993? A. All schools and public offices were closed the next day so fans could rest after a late night celebrating. B. Riots broke out in the streets of downtown Montreal, causing millions in damages, hundreds arrested, and eight totaled police cars. C. The government declared a national Montreal Canadiens Day, which was boycotted by angry Toronto Maple Leaf fans. Do you guys need any of that again? I like that she's compiled all these without any all of the above. Yeah, I know. It's pretty good. Yeah, Yeah, it's really well done. It's good. The bees. So which of the following happened after the Montreal Canadiens won the Stanley Cup in 93? Schools and public offices closed. Riots broke out. Government declared a Montreal Canadiens Day, which was boycotted. Mm-hmm. 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 David, do you want to make a sound? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Very good. Nine. Tim Horton's coffee shops are ubiquitous in Canada. Ordering a double-double at Tim's means what? A, coffee with two milks and two sugars. B, coffee with two creams and two sugars. C, a fried donut with two layers of frosting. D, two coffees and two donuts. (laughs) (laughs) I feel I might have gotten it wrong. (laughs) Okay, 10. Which of these women did former Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau, yes, father of current Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, not date? Ooh, which one did he not date? Kim A. Kim Cattrall, B. Barbara Streisand, C. Carol King. A. Kim Cattrall, B. Barbara Streisand, C. Carol King. All right. Great. Now, while we all get ready for our answers, I need to talk to you about something else. Stitch <laughs> Fix. When it comes to size, kids' clothes are hard to get right. Stitch Fix kids can help you find the perfect fit every time. Stitch Fix is great. It's an online personal styling service. Uh, I know plenty of adults who've used it and love it. Uh, it just takes the onus out of getting new stuff. They send it right to you. You don't even have to subscribe. You can just you can choose the schedule you want. Uh, pick between automatic shipments or only getting new pieces on demand. And now they are extending this offer for kids. Um, They have every style you want from sporty to preppy to boho to help boys and girls everywhere find their style. Uh, You just uh, complete a fun style profile quiz and then your expert personal stylist will send you a hand-picked box of items based on your style and preferences. Uh, Shipping, exchanges, and returns are always free. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash kids slash BFF to try Stitch Fix and get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. And as a bonus, Stitch Fix will waive the $20 styling fee when you use this 
this show's special URL. That's stitchfix.com slash kids slash BFF. Stitchfix.com slash kids slash BFF. I also want to tell you guys about Everlywell. Um, you may remember me talking about Everlywell. This is a company that sends you at home tests that you can do at home. Uh, you send it in and then a lab looks at the results, a physician looks at the results and they send you the results of the medical test, which you do in the comfort and privacy of your own home. They send the results right to your phone within a matter of days. Um, the test that I received that I am about to send in is for food sensitivity. It's a finger prick test. Uh, and then it tests you for like 96 different foods that you might have sensitivities to. There's also one that tests for, I forget the number, but there's, there's even more they can test for. Um, all sorts of stuff. I was just glancing at the list. One of the things they test for is a sensitivity to coffee. And I swear to whoever's up there, if it turns out that I can't handle coffee, I'm going to throw the test out the window and then I'm going to throw my coffee cup with it. Sorry to be so angry, but I'm just saying, sometimes, sometimes information is too hot to handle. Just like the coffee that I better not have any sort of sensitivity to. Um, but this is good. I'm, look, I'm joking around, you guys. But seriously, it is wonderful to be able to receive this kind of information on your phone and to be able to take the test at home. Uh, it's great. Um, and they have all sorts of tests that I wish I had, no, or I wish they'd had back when I, you know, trundled my buns to the doctor and had to go through that whole process of getting tested. Uh, thyroid stuff, STD stuff. Uh, heart health, um, your uh, your lady hormones, your man hormones, all sorts of stuff. Everlywell offers more than 30 different at-home lab tests from fertility to food sensitivity to thyroid and heart health. Each Everlywell test comes with super easy-to-follow instructions. Every test is physician-reviewed and the shipping is free. Your results come from a certified lab. They're sent directly to your mobile device. Uh, to start understanding your health like I did, check out Everlywell today. For 15% off an Everlywell at-home lab test, visit everlywell.com slash best friend and enter code best friend. That's Everlywell, E-V-E-R-L-Y-W-E-L-L.com slash best friend, code best friend for 15% off your test. Everlywell, at home lab tests, your answers, your way. Okay, back to Canada. Here we go, some answers. Let's find out. How's everyone feeling? I don't, I don't think I did well on this quiz. No, very bad. I did quite poorly. I'm hoping for some unexpected great news. <laughs> As am I. Started, started strong and then quickly downhill and never recovered all right number two what do canadians again can i just show you guys i have two previously crossed out sure. for some reason you think in some way i'm uh i think daniel in the past thought that i was cheating or something. oh right right, right. no joking i'm glad that still. you put it out there yeah at yeah. the beginning oh i okay. see so that yeah. we don't think that you quickly wrote it in yeah, when i read yeah. the answer okay. thank okay. you mm-hmm. um Two, what do Canadians call a $1 coin? And the answer is C, loony. How about that? Yeah. I got yeah, that one right. Same. Um, and uh, everyone keep score okay. yourselves, honor system. Okay, so the bonus question, which we're not counting, even though Tony knows. Come on. <laughs> that's not <laughs> why is, Well, why is it called this, Tone Zone? That's the bird that's on it. Aww, that's correct. That's fun. Nice. What's Good a job. $2 coin called? A toonie. toonie. Oh, come on. Everyone knew that's this? Good. No. I knew Toonie for sure. I knew Toonie more than Looney. Mm. But I think that just for the number thing, right? There's no Looney Tune Association or anything like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, three. Learning to skate. Oh, yeah. Learning to skate is given in Canada how many indoor rinks? 
Okay, the correct answer is A, 3,300. Uh, and she said, crazy, considering our population is less than California. I got that one right, you guys. Way to go. I got that right. I did not. Two what A did, pluses. What did you guess? I guessed 500. Mm. Oh, you think that, but that would mean that we have fewer than 250 indoor rinks in right. the U.S. That's what I pride us on. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking state by state. I mean, right, how many, so many, how many cities, they possibly yeah. like the bigger cities have one. So I was like, even if it's five per state, which seems like a lot. 250 and you double that up and I'm like 3300 good lord quite a bit get outside you wimps (laughs) (laughs) get on lakes they're all frozen that's what they're there for okay four which of these is not a real town in the province of Newfoundland and the answer is winky by it's E E. I guessed that come by chance was not yeah three for three over here this never happens for me I know unexpected breakdown maybe you're Canadian I think I might be that tracks I'm real nice (laughs) (laughs) okay five the Trans Canada Highway runs coast to coast from blah, 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 approximately how long is the highway? And the correct answer is A, hey 7,800 kilometers or 4,800 miles. I got that one right. Me too. Same. I got it wrong. I almost, oh, no. went, I almost went the other one that was 5,600, and then I was thinking, like, that's almost double the length of the United States. Yeah, so that's, that's, yeah. that's Yes. That's I, and I was trying to remember, like, okay, does Canada... Is it like a funnel, and then there's the United States? Is it wider on the sides? I couldn't remember. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. And while I we're talking like about top, geography, yeah. Yeah. I also am a little unclear on where Romania is. But I have a general sense. Mm. I thought you were going to say Canada. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know where Canada is. I'm just admitting what I was afraid, what I didn't want to admit earlier. When you on a globe, which I had to do also, uh, I was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's where you think it is. Romania but close, is? Yeah, but it's closer but to it's near Hungary, like right? Greece and stuff that you're like, oh, okay, Turkey, and it's in that Oh, it's down area. there. Yeah. Well, I was the picturing north, it, it a little higher pretty, up. It goes pretty far north. Maybe it's bigger than I'm imagining. Yeah. We'll get you a globe for Christmas. Where is it, like, where is it as relates to Russia? Uh, the taiga and things would be east of it, but it's out there on the, the east end of, of Europe. Okay. And then I think the... It would come around above above it too, north. Mm-hmm. But like its latitude is similar to like northern Minnesota. So oh, it's, it's pretty high. The top, anyway. Yeah, okay. The northern part. All right, I'm gonna go do some googling later. <laughs> uh, Canada is a bilingual nation. Blah blah blah. Which province? Which only one province lists both English and French as the official languages? Name that province. And the, this is number six. The answer is C, New Brunswick. Ooh, I did not wow. get it right. I thought it was Quebec. So I thought it was Quebec. I knew it wasn't Quebec. How'd you know that? Because they are very, very pro-French, not English. Oh, okay. That's my understanding. All right. Um, I thought it was Manitoba because I don't know anything about that. Uh, okay. Okay. Did anyone get that one right? What was the no. actual Manit- answer? Uh, C, New Brunswick. Okay. Did I even say the answer? Sorry about that. You did. You, you did. did. I think okay. you did. I just didn't listen. Uh, seven. I thought you were nice. <laughs> <laughs> not very not, Canadian of you. Not very well. Listen, uh, now I'm three. Right, two wrong is where we're currently when at. So Kevin Durant streak. tore his Achilles. There were multiple Canadians up cheering. So that whole all Canadians uh, okay. are exceptionally nice is not a true. bunch of horseshit. It's not true. Plenty of them are very nice. Sure, but they're humans. Yeah, hey, come on. They cheered when people break the <laughs> But then what was so quintessentially Canadian is the next day people like went out of their way to be like, sorry about those guys. Okay. <laughs> the rest of us feel terrible. Fair. That's fair. 
Um, seven. What type of food is a beaver tail? And the answer is C, fried dough, hey. traditionally served with cinnamon sugar. I'm back, baby. Damn I want to try that. That sounds yeah. so good. I know. I went with actual tail. <laughs> I just felt like you're going to be Canadians. Go Let's all the way. It. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. But that was my second one, the dough thing. Right. I feel like maybe someone has submitted that as a carb at one point. Mm. I feel like maybe I had some prior it intel. Be, I've been to Canada it. a number of times. I'm sure you, you mm-hmm. guys have been up there. Mm-hmm. I never got offered never like, oh, you're tail. in Canada. You got to have some beaver tail mm-hmm. and then got like a cookie or something. Right. But maybe I didn't. I just didn't remember it. I was just like, oh, maple cookie. Right. Well, no, it's not the maple cookie. It's oh, fried, fried dough. Fried dough. Yeah. 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 Sugar. Which, so it'd be like a funnel cake. Yeah. I don't remember a lot of Or a sopapilla. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, so papillas. Oh, they're though. so good. Ba, 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 yeah. Ba, ba, ba. Put a little honey in there. <laughs> yeah. Come on. What's this? What's Tasty. this Colorado place where they have the diving? Uh, Casa Bonita. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Eight. Wait. Let's. Do, I, I have five. Okay. What do you guys have? I have four right, two wrong. I have two. I'm doing terribly. I have three. Oh my gosh. You You're guys, winning, Allison. You're winning. But it could all change. It's true. We well, got to count more those to go. bonus questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give us Tooney. <laughs> Number eight. Uh, it's no secret that Canadians love their hockey. Which of the following happened after the Montreal Canadiens won the Stanley Cup in 93? And the answer is B. Riots broke out in the streets of downtown Montreal, causing millions in damages, hundreds arrested, and eight totaled police cars. Not very yeah. nice. Nope. I chose it wrong. C, and I was wrong. The uh, the government declared it Montreal Canadiens. Wait, did any of us get that right? Mm-hmm. I went with A. I thought they were nice. Yes, same. Yeah. Okay, kids. Yeah, same. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Number nine. Tim Hortons coffee shops are ubiquitous in Canada. Ordering a double double at Tim's means what? I did not get that one. This one right. Uh, the correct answer is B. Coffee with two creams and two sugars. <laughs> Really, I mean, this is also not nice of her that she threw in two milks and two sugars. Right. Yeah, that I was mean, yeah. that's dastardly. Yeah. I had B. <laughs> I didn't trust myself. I put D. Oh, Me too. Man. Two yeah. coffees and two donuts. Same. I, I, I didn't switch. I just went with D okay. straight away. I got it right. But yeah. it, it was a guess. And I've been to several Tim Horton, but I didn't know. It was just a guess. A double, double. Double, double. Mm-hmm. No. I just feel like that means two coffees or two ver- two espressos or right. something. But uh, then I, uh, once I put it, then I was like, what donut is that, though? Right. Like, oh, double, double, yeah. you know, like, they're not. No they would right. have to be just two glazed. I guess I could see that. Eh. But she might have specified. Right. But double, double also makes sense. Coffee, double, double. Yeah. But also, how frequently are you going in to buy two coffees and two donuts? Canada? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great question. I All mean, right. they were out of beaver tails. So. I've established <laughs> I know nothing about yeah. Canadians. Nothing. It's the extra coffee that I, like, I, I get, someone could order two donuts and a coffee, but the extra coffee is, is like, you are specifically going there for just you and one friend. Right. Mm-hmm. And you both want the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, 10. Which of these women did former Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau not date? And the answer is C, Carol King. Really? I Damn did it. get that one right. Oh, Way to go. What's weird is some part of my brain was like, I do have an association with Kim Cattrall. Me too. Some love, but then I was, I still chose her because I was like, she seems way younger. Yeah. That's, what I, that's, that's what I yeah, chose too. Me too. Yeah. Uh, I got four right total. Me too. Hey. I got six right. But I. But when you factor those bonuses, <laughs> right. we're tied. <laughs> I just need to make sure. I need to double check. You know what? That's not. I was going to say I need to double check because I feel like maybe. 
I just want to be sure that I uh, got that I am my scoring is correct. But that it will be a waste of time. Let's just decide that I won. You're oh, yay. Man. Go, Allison, yeah. go. All right. Actually, if we're going to give Tony the bonus points, then we tied. Does anyone have a good Canada tiebreaker question? She didn't send one. Oh, sure. Is maple syrup good? Oh, the answer is <laughs> yes. Actually, I can ask that first question that I saw the answer to. Oh, this won't be a tiebreaker, but it's just a, does Tony know? Oh, I, probably not. What is the current population of Canada? A, 30 million. B, 100 million. C, 37 million. D, 15 million. 30, 100, 37, 15. 30. I'm sorry, you're wrong. The yeah. answer is 37. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once, she kind of gave that yeah. away a little bit in the right. California thing. And then you're it's like, tricky. what is California? I think we're like 35 or 6 right now. Yes. Something like that. So that was, she's, boy. It's real tricky. Mm. Yeah. It's real tricky. She's a good it's a quiz maker. quiz to beat. Well done, Alice. Yeah, good job. Thank you. You're the queen of Canada. Oh, do we have yeah, a little not, thing to hear? <laughs> oh, yeah. He was talking about the other Alice, not you. Right, right. Oh, oh. <laughs> talking about you. I complimented her and then I said good job to you. I had completely forgotten that her name was Allison. But also good job to you, Canadian Allison. Yes, for making a good quiz. She Does she pronounce her name like Allison? Like a boot? Allison? Oh, maybe. That's hacky. <laughs> and we're talking over I know she is. Very but we already heard it once. I mean, come on. I was at a football game. Oh, I almost forgot to mention this. Whew. If you're still listening, friend, whose name I forgot to get, I apologize. The Monday night game that was all crazy last week. So by the time this comes out, it'll be like two weeks ago. Oh, with the right. helmet thing? No, that no, no. One? That was Wait, that uh, was that was a Thursday. Game. Okay, sorry. This was yeah. This is gonna people are like, what? There've been a hundred games since then, but San Not Francisco, me. Seattle. I'd... Okay, and it went back and forth, and it went into overtime, and it went back and forth, and it was really intense. And then at one point in it was like midway through the game or something this dude next to me goes is your name david huntsberger oh i go what i live in a a a comfort of anonymity that i never assume anyone's ever gonna and i yeah and he was like oh i recognize your voice from allison rosen oh that's so cool yeah and then and doug loves movies and stuff and then we chatted a little bit and then we're high-fiving and enjoying the game (laughs) together and i kept thinking i should ask him his name and then I kept going, that thing you do when you're like, I'll just do it at the end. Sure. Then the, it was a, such an intense game that right when the kick went through the uprights to lose the game, I was like, damn it. And before I could even like compose myself again, I looked over, the group I'm with is just headed out. Oh, and they're no. my ride. So I was like, ooh. So I grabbed myself and just took off. And then I, I was like down the steps a little bit like, oh shit, I didn't get that guy's name. So if you're listening, tweet us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you're so interested, I'll give you like a proper shout out by name. <laughs> if you're into that. He didn't strike me as a dude that needed that. But, right. But, and not to, not d- to belittle those yeah, who like a shout sure, out. Sure. I'm yeah. happy to give you a shout out. I liked him. He's a good sports fan. He knew, you know, he was chiming in. Knew what he's doing. Not making as, not, as much noise as I would have liked. He's a season ticket holder. You know, there's periods where like the defense needs uh, noise. Some help? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, you know, but he goes a lot. But still. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then it's annoying. I'm next to him making all kinds of noise. I don't go to a lot of games. So I was really, but that was really fun. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. I don't I think this. I knew, except if I did, someone will write in and be like, no, you guys talked about this on this other episode. But I didn't know you were such a sports fan. Yeah. I don't, I'm not proud of it. 
I like beer too, and I don't like people <laughs> to associate the two. Yeah, yeah. There's just such like a Bud Light culture. Like if I saw someone with a Bud Light slogan on their shirt or say it, like if I'm in a sports bar and I hear someone say it and like laugh with a friend and high five, I want to like say vomit what? out of my eyes. Any catchphrase slogan from any sort of big mass like producing beer company. Like what tastes great less filling? I can't or? even bring myself to say it. <laughs> I, know, so, I know which one. Yeah, yeah. Which, we all know. The, the champagne, the I don't know. The closest I'll come is like back to the days of like, waza. Oh, God. That yeah. So you yeah. heard that. Yeah. I was too young then to realize like how much advertising and marketing seeps into people being like, pretty cool shirt, right? <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. So sports bars are filled with people that I look around and be like, what is humanity? Fuck mm-hmm. this stupid species. <laughs> and yet then I'm like, come on team. We can do it. So I love sports. I, I, I'm really way too into it. And I, most of the time I'm checking my phone, I'm looking up sports stuff. And I have I, no idea. I know. I don't. I, I you don't, don't advertise it. I don't. Cause and not that I'm embarrassed by it, but it's just such a waste of brain space. And yet I just love it. It's also a perfect escapism. Yes. You can get a lot of stuff done with like a game happening in the background mm-hmm. what um is football your favorite or do you like all of them yeah i really only watch football and nba basketball now i used to watch all of it and then i was like well this is getting out, of hand. out of hand so I had, there's too many I, options yeah i got out of the college thing and i have a proposed system this isn't a sports podcast but if you have a sports podcast <laughs> i have a proposed system although california just passed the thing so now that um athletes can start making money off like endorsements when they're in college cool but I have a fix that will fix the whole NCAA. Oh, well, I would like to What's hear that? It. What is it? Yeah. Um, so it's the it's Title IX, I think, is the thing that's a big deal. We're like, oh, if we pay the football players, we got to play it, pay every sport. And you're like, okay, well, then do that. All right. All right, and great. then they go, do well, that. if we pay them, we got to pay a Pop Warner team. It's like, well, yeah, if you have mm-hmm. them on TV, pay them. You pay kid actors. So they say, like, well, if we pay them, we got to pay the women's lacrosse team. Here's where it, I fix it. The TV rights are where all the money comes from. The NCAA tournament every year in March makes billions, plural, and the kids that are playing in the games make none of the money. So you split it up where over the course of an athlete's time in college, every game that they suit up for, they are physically able and wearing a jersey, they and they're on the field for that game that's on TV, they get X amount of money, say like $1,000. Any sport, whatever sport's on TV, it's a revenue share dependent on what network it's on. So it's on CBS, you get a little more. If it's on like... You know, midday on the Big Ten network, you get less. Right. But if you're on TV, you get money. Then if they use your likeness for uh, a commercial or they show a replay or a highlight, you get an added bonus. They, they And then if they promote the game based on you, so-and-so versus so-and-so and this team and this team, you get even more, like 10000 But you don't get to touch any of it until you get your diploma. Cool. If you graduate, you keep all that money. It's like a signing bonus. If you leave school early and go to play professional sports, the money goes back into the university. So there's all, that way colleges could compete with the pros. Like, hey, man, you've got this amount of money accrued. If you stay and get your degree, which we highly recommend because you could get hurt, you will get this money and your degree, and you can still go pro. Cool. The end. That's yes. Do that. I vote yes. <laughs> I like this fix. Who do you have Thanks. to tweet to get them to do it? I don't know. Call? Hopefully, you have a listener that's one of like the attorneys People. for the NCAA. <laughs> or uh, yeah, maybe I do. do um, a lot of questions. Uh, uh, who's your favorite team? Football I like, team. I like Bay Area sports. I don't want to get too specific, but I was at a 49ers game that I just grew up. None of no one in my family. My parents aren't into sports. <laughs> I just would fall asleep watching, I think, Bob Ross painting. And then uh, this show called Fishing the West was on 
<laughs> just people fly fishing. Uh-huh. Very calm. But somewhere in there, in the middle of my naps, these little characters would run around in these helmets and these uniforms that just to a kid's brain was just incredible. So then my friend and I got really into it. We were like drawing all the uniforms and things all the time and then playing the game. And then I just got really into it. And then I uh, – and people hate when a team's winning. But now they suck. But I really like um, the Golden State Warriors also. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And did you ever – and you said you played? Yeah, yeah. I played um, high school football and I was four foot 11 and or I was five foot even as a freshman and 120 pounds and they lied on the, because, you know, I didn't realize this as a coach, like the other team gets your program oh, and right. they get to flip through and kind of look at all the players. Whoa, they got a kid that's six, two and two fifty, And then they scroll down further and like, Five foot one. <laughs> so I, like, I go in the coach's office. Like, we're going to put you in the program. What are you weighing these days? And I go, I think I even lied. I think I was even lighter. Yeah. I'm 120. <laughs> he goes, let's put you at 135. Oh. And I was still like by 10 or 15 pounds, the lightest person. What, were you, what position were you playing? I played defensive back. So I was, yeah. and I was decent. Like I could come up. I was so low. Yeah. I could come up and like chop people down and stuff. And then I grew a little bit more as I played into being uh like when i graduated and stuff and then i played basketball and also short but but i could shoot i really like shooting yeah who doesn't it's fun that's what i don't get about golf people go out and they're like ah dang it i I shot a whatever like yeah the swinging part's the fun part you got to hit it more than (laughs) everyone else (laughs) exactly you're doing Um, it right did you like team sports I do. Yeah. I think it was, I think any level of like selflessness I have probably came from that because I, I think inherently people want to just like, you know, this is mine. This is my thing. But I really like when you in team sports, especially when you mess up and then someone else has your back. You're like, mm-hmm. Oops. Hey, thanks friend. And then you, you know, it just, every play is some version of that where someone's either making up some slack or, uh, I really liked it. I like, and I like someone pushing me because I think my natural state is to be like, that's nah, good enough. <laughs> <laughs> and someone would be like, you can go 10 minutes longer or whatever. Whatever the thing is, yeah. that was really helpful. And for a period afterward, I don't so much now, but like if I'm exercising or something, I would hear a coach's voice like yelling at me and I'd be like, you're right. All right. And I don't I really do hear have it. more in me. You're <laughs> yeah. correct. Did you guys play any team sports? <sighs> I was on the tennis team briefly, but that doesn't really count. Um, so I guess the answer is no. Oh, and I also played field hockey when I was like in third grade. And that I actually really liked. Uh, but I feel like that doesn't really count. So I guess no. Uh, yeah, I have no hand-eye coordination. So I did all the uh, no hand-eye coordination sports. So I did swimming <laughs> and cross-country and gymnastics. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was great. You need I coordination in general to do gymnastics, though. Sure, 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 sure. But as far as catching things, we oh, kept me away yeah. from anything that would require <laughs> me to catch something. <laughs> Did you play, Tony? Uh, uh, when I was really young, I played, like, baseball. But I'm I'm terrible at all sports. I'm not anti-sports. I also like football a lot, David, and I have talked about football. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's kind of the main one. I'll, I'll watch some, like, playoff baseball. And then those are the two I'll watch. But... Uh, Beyond, I'm yeah, I'm terrible at playing any of them. This is going to be a cynical-ish question. Uh-huh. Was there an aspect like when I hear up? Uh, I'm aware. I I'm I'm aware of all the benefits of playing team sports as a young person, and especially what you're saying about the selflessness and the camaraderie and all that. But I also there's this part of me that's like, but is there some element of groupthink? Or um, I guess that's the question. Like. Or like, I don't know. I, I'm always afraid of situations where um, 
you're not supposed to be an individual. You're supposed to be part of a group. Cause I feel like that again, I'm, I'm acknowledging this is like a super cynical way of looking at it. I'm not saying this is what I think about kids who play sports or anything like that, but I think, but it's like, I think that when you sublimate your individuality for the greater good of the group, then like that's when all sorts of like bad shit can happen. I think it definitely can yeah. when, when um, a hotel room is on fire or someone's been, tormented or hazed or something to the point where right. like their it's my feeling come. about frats yeah and you're like whoa this got so out of hand there's this animalistic kind of lord of the flies thing that, that definitely can happen but i also think sometimes these days when people weigh in on things it's a black and white like this is how it should be this is right and wrong from afar mm-hmm. but if you think of like the military or going into a different culture of any sort even a, just us recently being in like romania they're inherently going to be some things that culturally even if it's putting up the okay sign and then you go, oh shit, is that a bad thing? I didn't know. Butter on bread. But, right. butter, yeah, on yeah, bread. butter on people, bread. People can see the – and if you if they can tell like you mean well or that you don't mean them harm, you know there are – for sure every group of men who were in World War II didn't all go into it being respectful of one another's culture. And there were probably a lot of racist things said but also like I got your back and I know you can trust me. We've seen that like in movies but if you talk to veterans, to this day people will say – yeah, like it's a real kind of melting pot situation. I feel like a locker room in a lot of ways was very much like that. You know, I played my high school basketball team when I was a junior, and I don't know if I'm remembering, remembering this totally accurately, but it was six white guys, six black guys. We all got along. We lost all the time. So that bonds you a lot, just losing <laughs> constantly. Right. And I don't remember us talking a ton about like different cultural things and stuff, but just being around each other and hanging out and making each other laugh a lot was really fun. And so that definitely didn't feel like us being a bunch of jerks. And if we had, there's a weird bonding element to that. Like, oh, those kids that set that room on fire or tormented them. You go, who are they? All of those guys? Like, oh, it's kind of every race is represented. This is weirdly positive. They all came together all right. for a common good. That was a, a bad. Right. Yeah. But that sort of So I, I, out of it, I saw people, I remember my friend uh, Travis, like, talking about, it, when I heard the Trump thing of grabbing by the pussy, like, oh, it's locker room talk. I remember mm. my friend Travis talking about something and another player. This is when we were like freshmen in high school. And someone started to say something really out of line. They're just like graphic about like right. explosive did you diarrhea. This? No, no, yeah. no, like yeah. sexual. <laughs> yeah. Like he was yeah. dating this girl and we were all like, man, that that's pretty great. And he was a lineman. So he's kind of like a heavier dude, but he's confident, really cool guy. And uh, I remember him saying something like, oh, yeah, we went on our whatever date. And someone said something really like, did you Crass, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. And there were a number of guys like, hey, come on. That's ah. someone's sister. Or like, I've known her since oh, I was six. That's really encouraging. That's awesome. So when yeah. I heard that and heard the locker room talk and everyone go, yeah, what are you doing? I was like, I've been in locker rooms. I, I, at 14 years old, there was still an, a, a level of like, that's too much. Right. right. So I didn't, that didn't slide by me at all. I thought that was ridiculous. I think yeah. that's where things come. Yes. And this is maybe too controversial, but Colin Kaepernick, when he was with the 49ers, won the Lynn Eshmont uh, Courage Award that year, which meant the locker room votes on that. Mm -hmm. So they liked him. There's a lot of talk like, you can't go into a locker room because the players are all hating. Oh, right. right. He's like, well, that's ridiculous. So anyway, I feel like locker rooms overall... There's been a lot of Dave talk tonight. Yeah, no, it's good. But you got <laughs> a lot of good we interesting things to, to catch up with Dave. Missed you. Yeah, <laughs> it has been a while. It's good to be back. I'm bummed we we didn't have Daniel tonight, but uh, nice to see you guys. It has good been to see you too. Me too. Yeah. This has been a delightful episode. Other Allison, thank you very much for the Canada quiz. 
uh, which I won. I just want yes, to remind yeah, you guys. You're a I'm big winner. pretty sure I'm that I won. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think I did. I'm fairly certain it I did. It sucks that you lost not knowing the population of California. Mm. It's a bummer. Yeah. We don't love it. We don't I'm love it. I'm not from okay. here. That's my excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I've only lived here for 12 years. <laughs> I'd like to remind everyone, and this was Dave's idea, uh, year-end episode, let us know your favorite moments from 2019 and send in some, the, to let me know the episode and the time codes, please. That's Thus far, be I haven't got, there hasn't been a lot of... Uh, my email inbox, not a lot of darkening of the doorway of my email inbox so far. <laughs> and I don't know. Maybe it's no. You know what? I think they're just waiting to the last minute. Yeah. yeah. Step yeah. it up. The year's well, not over. Because we got a lot I of know. good ones here. That's right. Today. That's right. It's probably this entire episode. <laughs> like this particular <laughs> segment. This is a rerun later at the end of the year. <laughs> exactly. Oh, listen. The people have spoken. This is what I'm not opposed to doing that. <laughs> Reminder, I'm on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I'm also on Cameo. Cameo.com slash Allison Rosen. Requests have just been pouring in, you guys. Oh, that's an upgrade from a trickle. You usually yeah. say trickle. It's more than a trickle. <laughs> it's less than a... What's... They're streaming. No, I feel like it's even less. It's... it's what's a little more than a trickle? Um, uh, yeah. I have been receiving some requests. <laughs> just to... That's what it is. I've been receiving some requests. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Allison Rosen and uh, get my book if you haven't gotten that. Just go to AllisonRosen.com. Renee, where might we find you? Yes, I am on Instagram, Renee S. Culvert. You can say the whole big bear trip there. Um, we are also going to Sketchfest. Can I pet your dog is? Uh, Tugboat will be there, but... Here's the thing. Oh, no. Are We're you- at the exact same time as Allison. Oh, no. So for your listeners, for, for people listening, uh, go to Allison's show. And then if that does get sold out and they absolutely can't get in. Then go see I got a, I got a plan you. B for you. <laughs> you can come on <laughs> well, over that sucks. I remember we were talking about yeah, how we were maybe going to be our be. guest. Yeah. And, like, we're doing a show. Um, but we'll be at the punchline at 1 o'clock on January 26th. Tugboat will be there. Again, that is your plan B if you can't get into Allison's show. Um, and yeah. Uh, show can I pet your dog I think that's it yeah that's it how fun yeah we're, we're gonna have fun we're gonna have the best even time. though we're directly competing with each other <laughs> <laughs> honey Huntsberger I will not be at Sketchfest. I and I apologize I think Damien 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 uh, tweeted and said you should try to get into Sketchfest and bring the junk show which uh, I didn't even attempt it I've been turned down by Sketchfest so many times that I uh, just said no dice um, maybe one day down the road though, I'll try again, but I will not be at Sketchfest. but I will, um, my stand-up special one headed beast is currently streaming on the Roku channel, as well as a variety of other places, including Amazon prime. If you have that, and I am filming parts of the theater part to the sequel to it, so to speak. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's January amazing. 26th. It's imperative. I have Wait, like are you the, serious? No, for yeah. real? Is that the night you guys <laughs> are doing yeah. this? That's oh. the day. Oh, no, the day. It's the day. Oh. But we'll be in San... Where are you going to do Are you doing this? Here in LA. God damn it! Do Son it in San Francisco. Bitch, I needed you guys there desperately. <laughs> <laughs> I have to fill up like 200 seats in LA on a Sunday night, January 26th. I don't know if I like my chances, but... Well, maybe- yeah. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Not everyone's going to be able to come to San Francisco, even yeah. though I... I feel like they should because my show is going to be very special. So those who can't, those who are in San Francisco who can't go to my show go to Renee's. <laughs> those who couldn't go to San Francisco 
Go to David. You can yeah. still have an ARIYMBIV experience yeah. via Honey Huntsberger. Sure. Go to your show. Where's that going to be? The Dynasty Typewriter, which oh, is that's on a Wilshire. Place. Beautiful place. I'll, I'll probably, as it gets closer, put together some sort of um, ARIYMBF um, discount code or something. Oh, cool. Yeah. But I can't guarantee that. And I wish I could say, like, get tickets quick. They might sell out. Let's be honest. They likely won't. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen very few of you ever at the Junk Show, which I do every month. I'd love to see you there, second Sunday of every month. But this one I really need you at. So if you live anywhere near the LA area and you're like, come on out. Come see. I'll do an hour of stand-up. I'll be wearing a suit. My hair gets cut that day. What? Yes. I know. So maybe I can figure out some uh, way to incentivize it. How short are we going? What are we doing? I'll look like a standard cheesy white guy. Great. Yeah. We love it. It'll be back to its normal length. You feel like you can't do your, you can't record with your long hair or you're just ready to be done with it? It's, uh, I play two characters. So if you go on YouTube and I think you just look on my YouTube page long ago when I grew my hair out like this, I shot this thing just by myself where I played one guy with long hair, one guy with short hair, which is kind of hard to do. I had to cut my hair and then remember the parts and frame it. So I wanted to do that again. This one's a little bit more like professionally done, Mm. but, um, that one's called Trinity records. Look it up. It's from like 12 years ago or so. It's, it's fun. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, I'm doing kind of the same thing where one of my characters has really long, crazy hair. And then the new guy will be all clean cut, which will feel really weird. Yeah. As much time. It's yeah. Been like two years. Cool. Yeah. It's so weird when you wash it in the shower. I know. That's the best and worst feeling because yeah. it's the first part that kicks in like, oh, I've used way less shampoo. And then also like, ah, Aww. so long. old friend. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, are you also doing something on the 26th? I am. <laughs> I will be at the Allison Rosen is your yes. new best friend show. Uh, I'll be there producing. Uh, and I know you're maybe thinking, wait, aren't you supposed to be on the Motion City soundtrack tour at that point? Guess what? Day off after we play San Francisco. Whoa. So it works out. Great. So I'm hanging around. I'll be there. Um, and yeah, that Motion City tour coming up. Uh, it's selling out. Get tickets if you don't have them yet. Um, I'm Tony Thax at Tony Thax on Twitter and Instagram. Bizarre albums every Tuesday. Uh, this week is a episode about a very strange Van Morrison record that when I revealed I was doing this, a lot of people said that doesn't seem like a bizarre album. Trust me, it's a crazy story. <laughs> cool. You heard it here first. Um, you guys, thank you for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know? Alison Rosen Show.